Welcome back to the Treehouse Show, the chillest podcast in the universe. We have a very special guest today. We have my boy Dewan. What's, What's up, good, man? Dewan? How are you, man? Good. How I'm are you? chilling, man. I'm just vibing. Um, it's a great day. Sun's finally <laughs> out. It's been gloomy for like all week. Right. You feel yeah. me? So I'm just glad that like I'm a sun. I'm a sun baby. I'm getting vitamin D. I can't complain. What about you, man? Everything cool, man. Excited. Heading down to Wicker Park Fest. We. It's gonna be lit. We gonna get with the crew. It's gonna be lit. Hell yeah, I'm vibing with that. Yeah, I love I love excitement. I get excited off of that. It's contagious. I'm Absolutely. lit. Do you want some what's some kombucha, bro? You ever tried that <laughs> shit? Nah, I'm good. Nah. For real, man. It's unsealed, bro. It's ginger, lemon, and shit, bro. Yeah, that nah. shit is great for you, bro. I'm good, bro. <laughs> okay, okay. Kombucha sponsor me. Kavita sponsor me for real. Like, I'm not gonna ask y'all no more. They could be. It be wasting my time, man. They got the I put check. So much, so much energy and effort. You feel me? Word. They got the check. So shout out to them. They good people. Money speaks. <laughs> you know, money speaks. Money talks. What can I say? Yeah. So, um, give me my motherfucking money. So, Dewan, for people who don't know, first of all, how do they find you on Instagram and stuff? How do we? Find uh, you? you can find me at D three Dub. Sorry, that's my rap tag. <laughs> you can find me at D three W O N underscore music. Same thing on Twitter, but I'm barely on that bitch. So you might do one better. Just follow me on Instagram. D three W O N underscore music. Okay, y'all know where to find them. Dope artists, been around. You know, just innovating. Word. What Thank can I you. say? Um, so. For everybody who doesn't know, you know, so what's your background? Where you from? Yeah. You know, what's the what's the business? Yeah. So where I'm from is a small town right outside of Chicago called Bellwood, Illinois. Bellwood. Yeah. So like we call it Woodside over there, but I'm from Bellwood, Illinois. <laughs> like, okay, for yeah. sure. That's dope. That's dope. So uh, what was it like growing up in, in Bellwood? Everything was cool, man. Like for me, I was like really that kid who was like in the house, normally studying, doing what I need to do on the music end. So I really was taking in a lot of pop culture, a lot of music, a lot of different types of genres. I was really focused on like being a musician. So like I knew that's what I wanted to do from at a young age. So I was always kind of working towards that point. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Like, uh, a lot of kids, you know, you grow up saying, oh, I want to be a chef when I grow up. I want to be a pilot. You grow up. What do you want to be when you grow up? Dude, at what age? Like, you got, you got like, when I was a shorty, to be all honest with you, when I was a kid, kid, I wanted to be a pirate. That was the most appealing thing to me in the world. I was like, dude, you get to travel around the world. Bro. You get to sword fight and you get treasure. Oh, yeah. This is the illest. <laughs> and you get the, the booty. Literally. <laughs> the, the treasure. The treasure, guys. I was about to say Paul's, my guy. I'm talking about the treasure. Because <laughs> it's called booty's called treasure. Hey, don't come at me. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's basically rock star life. It's basically rock star life. In a but way. But, like, on a boat. In a way. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah, but, like. Then I wanted to be a cowboy, but now I realize that shit can get boring after the first ride. Like, <laughs> funny as hell. Literally, I'm like, yo, like, I. And then after that, I was like, yo, I could be an actor. And that was yeah. like when I started to take it like seriously. And then I was like, actually, it's something about this music thing that I did. So you like music soundtracks? Yeah. I love that shit, bro. Yes, man. That's the way I find new music, especially back in the day, like before YouTube was really a thing. I sound like an old man. Like back in my day, before the the internet, like no. Like back before YouTube was really popping, Mm. the only way you could find new music from different genres was Mm. soundtracks for me because nobody else was like really listening to anything outside of hip hop and R&B. So it was just kind of like, okay, if I need to find something different, I have mm. to 
expand my mind this is the way to do it so you always learning new things just soaking things up yeah as much mm. as i can yeah that's all we could do so you said um so like music right so that how did that how did that like um so like okay so you you know movies what what are some of the movies that inspired you like in particular you talk about based on soundtrack alone yeah, or just soundtrack films? alone that made you like oh let me check this and then it opened up a can of worms to like right Word. Well, recently, ones that come to mind is like Guardians of the Galaxy, mm. Baby Driver. Ah, exactly. The, that did give me on a whole like, wave. Jay, James Gunn is the ultimate, to my, in my opinion, one of the best directors because mm. of his soundtracks alone. The illest thing about James is that he went and he makes a soundtrack before he even makes a movie. He's like, "This is the, these are the songs that's gonna be in my movie. This let's the make vibe. The, like, yeah, let's make the plot around this." And that's ill to me. That's a way to think. Boz Lerman was really cool mm -hmm. because Boz Lerman, and case in point, you might get some angry fans, but I hate Moulin Rouge. I hate that movie. Moulin Rouge? Yes. Okay. But what I do like about it is that they switch genres. The fact mm -hmm. that you got Elton John, you got Ian. E, e, ah, I cannot talk today. <laughs> no, you straight. McGregor. You got him. <laughs> right, right. You got him singing Elton John's Your Song. Mm. But then you got the orchestra pit in there. And then you got opera in there. And I was like, yo, this is ill and it shouldn't work, but it does. Mm. And I was like, I like this song. So, like, I don't like Moulin Rouge as a movie, but I like the music. And okay. I'm like, okay. These are soundtracks that I was like, okay. Mm. It's something different and it's different genres and it it's expanding my ears. Yes. Yeah. Soundtracks really like can change the whole vibe it can. of a movie for real. Like one of the movies that like had a really like outstanding soundtrack to me yeah. was um have you seen Logan? Yeah. That yeah. Johnny Cash shit really it put was. me on. I was never into that kind of like folk country. Yeah. But then when I heard that hurt, he was like, um, my wife left me in the dirt. And yeah. That kind of gritty, like, I'm like, shit, my wife left me in the dirt too. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Like, it puts you in a vibe. In and a honestly, vibe. I feel it's... abandoned and forlorn and forsaken too. <laughs> and my horse. Literally. Like, goddamn. Literally. And like, even soundtracks that don't have nothing to do with like licensed songs, like, you could just listen to a score and you just know like that's it like you can listen to any john williams score you can listen to harry potter oh, yes. star wars john indiana williams, jones et howard shore yes well, lord of the rings soundtrack that my favorite personally is danny elfman because he's mm. so danny elfman that's spider-man dude yes bro that spider-man theme is nuts bro <laughs> Danny. Fuck the new ones. Fuck Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> Fuck uh, the new shit with uh, Tom whatever. I mean, yeah. he's a great actor, but yeah, soundtrack-wise, ass. <laughs> Dan Danny Elfman, bro. Yeah. And then, like, on the third time, it, like, builds. Exactly. I love how it builds. I love the progression, bro. Exactly. That's something you have to do in, like, movie scoring. And, like, to me, Danny Elfman is just, he's so <laughs> weird with it. I'm like, this dude did like all the tim burton stuff he went and did oh, the wow. simpsons he went and did like He's dynamic yes and you know his sound when you hear it because he came up with the batman thing wow and it's just like this guy is the illest dude, <laughs> dude and i'm just like yo nobody seems to talk about it same thing with alan silvestri he gets yeah he gets water or Al, alan silvestri excuse me mm. but yeah that dude is super dope because he went from doing like back to the future and now he does the avengers stuff and nobody yeah. seems to talk about it it's like yo these guys are amazing so these are your idols like like because these are kind of so what do you do I'm a, 
was like, first of all, like, Wah. oh, that's hilarious. I'm, I'm what I consider a conductor. I put mm. everybody together on the song, and okay. I kind of aspire to do what they do in an orchestra. And who knows? Maybe one day I will. Mm. But that's what I consider myself as. I'm a person who helps out with the production. I'm the mm. person who gets the writers together. I'm the right. person who gets the musicians. Everybody, and I orchestrate the song. Mm. That's what I do. But yeah. So that that's pretty much what these composers are doing. Danny Elfman, exactly. Howard Shore, yep. uh, Hans Zimmer. Yep. Hans Zimmer. Oh my god. That guy. Interstellar, bro. Oh. Yeah. That and, guy. It, who's is he the dude who made um the Avatar this crazy too? Yeah. The Avatar theme song. Yeah, he did. Hans Zimmer, he did like the Lion King is what everybody know him for, but yeah. he also did like Man of Steel, like those very heavy like soundtracks. He does that, like he does most of Christopher Nolan Christopher stuff. Christopher Nolan shit, and he does like um, stellar, just like those pirates. action movies. Yeah, and like those like kind of like where it's like it's serious. Yeah, yeah, like he's like that dark theme kind of. Yeah, no man, I, it's a whole world. It we is. can talk about soundtracks. All it's like it's like a whole universe. You know what I'm talking it about? Yes, it's so good, and it's, it doesn't get the credit. I feel like the the visual aspects of movies overshadowed the soundtrack, and I don't oh, yeah. like that. Yeah, I think it's fifty fifty. I yeah. honestly think it's fifty fifty, bro. It is, but you know, it's it's a notorious thing in movies that you can have a good movie with a shitty soundtrack. But for me, if your movie is just as good as your soundtrack, it's heaven for me. It's like it's great, and sometimes yeah. your soundtrack could be better than your movie, and I still will give it maybe a pass. Yes. Yeah, I would still give it a pass if the movie yeah. is is just as if the movie ain't as good as the soundtrack, but the music in the soundtrack is yes. so good. You go, okay, I can. I'm not gonna lie, Man of Steel, yeah. not the greatest movie in my opinion. Okay, but the soundtrack is just so good, bro. Yeah, Hans Zimmer came in on like, bro. It's just it's just too much, bro. Like I listen to that shit like, and it's so it's so layered. Yeah, you can like pull instruments out, put them back in, and just see like, damn, he had this shit. He had to do with the cello. He had to do with the violin, like. It's a masterpiece. Yeah, Hans is so ill with it. Like he, if you could look up the the like footage on YouTube, he went for Man of Steel and like got like twelve of the best drummers in the world and had them playing. They have the budget to do all that. In, yeah, like you got Sheila E. Pharrell. I want to say Phil Collins. You got the best Bro, musicians. Phil Collins, like the best drummers, and he was like, "Hey, can you all like do a like little drum circle for this Superman movie?" And they all like, "Yeah." Bet. I'm just like. This dude Hines is something else, man. Bro, I love that shit. I love that so, shit. So, yeah. Quincy anyway, Jones, too. Um, we got vegetables and we got the treehouse ornaments. You feel me? Knock word. yourself out. We got apples. We got grapes. Oh, word. Knock Thank yourself you. out, bro. You feel me? Thank you, man. Health is wealth. Word. You know? Feed yourself. C-E-L-L-F. <laughs> Feed yourself. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, bro, Phil Collins, bro. This past month, I've been in a Tarzan mood. <laughs> Put your faith in what you most believe in. Yeah. Two worlds, one fam. That's my shit, bro. Bro, those early, late 90s, early 2000s soundtracks, heavenly. Yeah, they are. Lion King, masterpiece. Yeah. Tarzan, euphoric. Yeah. Fucking yeah. those people, children, nowadays, unfortunate. They didn't experience that. No, dead ass, bro. Not on the level. Yeah. It's nah, just not. I think it's just... I think it's because like movie companies got cheaper so they was like okay we don't really want to like spend all this money and license out songs anymore and we also don't want to pay a ton of artists to do original songs on these soundtracks so we're gonna do something in between hey guy 
compose this on your computer real quick cool put it in a movie and that's you know it's cool the story fits that but it is what it is take us back man but also think about it. we really didn't have like what they had before us case in point it was whole oh, orchestras it was whole orchestras that orchestrated Looney Tunes cartoons. Like those like classic Looney Tunes hard. cartoons. Looney Tunes was hard. I'm not they had like full orchestras doing everything. Like if Bugs mm. would just come out of the hole, you got like four string <laughs> sections that would yes. Mm. And like so we technically didn't have what they had in the beginning either. So right. you know, it it's all generational. I think things get replaced. Yeah. So Visuals have improved mm-hmm. significantly. Yeah. But you can only improve so much with sound. That's true. Sound caps at a certain point. Like, at a certain point, nigga, what you gonna do? Increase the frequency? Like, it's if it sound good, the human ear can only distinguish sound quality, I would say, not to the extent of visuals. Like, yeah. you can go from, like, PlayStation 2 or PS1 to fucking... Graphics can still get better. Yeah. They have yet to make a realistic movie-looking ge- video game. But yeah. I feel like we've reached the, the pinnacle pretty much of sound quality, I feel. I don't know. It's so mm. much newer things that you can do because I love the idea that they're doing the Apple Music, the Dolby Cinema thing. Mm. If they really fix it up and like make an album specifically for that, that can innovate music and then, bam, new mm. soundscapes. So there are things that people can do in sound. Mm. I think the thing is... You need the hardware to do it, and it's everybody don't. Yeah, everybody don't have the money to get like a five-one Dolby sound system. Like it's just like yeah. accessible. Like you can do different things in audio, but you have to have the equipment in order to enjoy it. That's why I think is the difference. So it's you know it's things that can be done in audio that's mm. really cool, but you know everybody don't have the the technology to do it. Big facts. So let's talk more about you. So what? Bellwood, um, high school. Yeah. What was high school like? High school was cool, man. Like, for me, it was a place where I just kind of found myself and kind of found my lyrical edge mm. and was just like, okay. Because, you know, high school is real competitive and mm. you might have guys who rap, but, you know, if you whack, people will tell you that you whack. You couldn't get away mm. with a lot of the mumble shit mm. when I was in high school and let's just kept this right here i was in high school i graduated from high school in 2014 so it wasn't that long ago 2014 oh yeah. so you was in high school with the chief keeps yes and, uh, yeah exactly that's when so, i was popping that drill that yes. early drill yes but like you know that sounds good on a beat like if you with your homies spitting in a spitting like in a cypher or whatever like somebody beating on the table you can't hit them with that shit they're gonna be looking at you like get out of here bro like that, that's just the thing. Yeah, you should be ruthless. Yeah. But they roast your fit, they roast your shoes, and oh, they yeah. roast your And if your rhymes is whack, they will come after you. So to me, that made me lyrically sharp. Mm. Musically sharp, I think so too, because when I was in high school, I was in four different choirs. Four. Oh wow. Yeah. And we traveled and performed Tell me more about a that. lot. So like literally I was in like gospel choir, I was in like uh, Madrigals, which was like this acapella choir. I was in mm. show choir, which is like you sing and you dance. And then mm. I was like in my school's choir, like for a class. Mm. So like I was in four different choirs at one time, and oh, I was performing a lot. I was hearing a lot, and not only did that kind of like expand my ear for music, it let me know what unification of musicians can do. 
Like if everybody is truly doing it for the love of music, you can make something super dope. If you take the egos out and you just really make something because it's dope, mm. the end result is amazing. That's beautiful. Yeah. So you did choir throughout high school. Yeah. Okay. Mm. That's already like like a choir experience. I feel like because I feel like a lot of people like get into music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's just it's the spur of the moment. It's like I feel like I should do it, but I feel like choir gave you more so the technical skills. Yeah, and it know? made me mel- melodically inclined because mm. I can come up with I can come up with melodies faster than a lot of rappers because i'm used to it and i can Mm. say okay this harmonizes well with this Mm. and it helps me be able to write for singers a lot better and i can actually sing the things that i'm writing for them or writing with them more so writing with Mm. i like writing with people rather than rather than writing for somebody so like if i'm writing with an artist it helps me say the ideas better because i can actually sing them Mm. i can be like okay here's the words but here's how you sing it and I'm not saying I'm the best singer in the world, but I'm saying I can sing well enough I can get the idea across. Mm. So to me, it serves the purpose. That was you singing on, um, was it Full Moon? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Or was it Ap- Apollonia? It was both. Yeah. Yeah, it was both. So, so like, you sing, mm-hmm. you rap, mm-hmm. you produce. Yeah. You orchestrate. Yeah. You play instruments. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, what else? Like, damn, like, fuck. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get into acting. Like, we trying to see if we can we do it. We got childish Dewano <laughs> in this mug, bro. Uh, Black dude. excellence, bro. Thank you. I love that, man. I Which would you it. say, and I don't like to narrow things down because I know how it is. Like, you love, love them all. But which yeah. would you say you lean, you lean more towards out of those different skill sets? I really like the orchestrating because if I orchestrate, that means I get to work with everybody. Mm. So I enjoy that. Like even if I'm not the one sitting on the machine making the beat, I can like sit. Like being there. Yeah, I can sit with a producer. Like I'm gonna say Bowhouse for instance. I can sit with Bowhouse and be like, "Yeah, dope, bro. Here's the sample. Like, all right, let me see what you can do. He'll do what he does, and then I'll be like, okay, maybe take this part out. Mm. Okay, keep that in." Here's what I'm going to do. You gave me the beat. Okay, here's the live instruments I'm going to put. Cool. Yeah. Okay, dope. Let's go get the live instruments. And then go work with the artists. Go write the songs. Mm. And then be in the studio making sure they get the right takes out. Like, I'm sitting next to the engineer saying, like, yo, can you do it one more time? But do it more like this. I enjoy that. Mm. I really enjoy putting the song together. So I guess to answer your question, the orchestrating part Mm. is the best part for me. You feel like it uses kind of all of your skills. So it's like in a, a useful way special. yeah it's 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 more so like it uses it in a way where the final result is great mm. rather than one thing that can make one aspect of something great it could be like no this utilizes my talent so that the final pr- product that the mm. people get is as best as i can put out mm. and that's what i take pride in that's why i don't really have that much music out like you got mm. symphony and that's about it like mm. because i i took three years to make that and i really was like you know what proud of yourself thank you i really was just like man you know what a lot of fucking work into it yeah it was just like man you know we're gonna record everything we're gonna make sure it's right and not just that i'm gonna sit with the engineers and during the mixing and mastering stages and mm. make sure everything is clean mm. so that's that's, that's important to me i'm out here going crazy some Tarzan shit, but yes, <laughs> mm. it's kind of a little 
I'm not exaggerating. It's really good. <laughs> Wait. Cantaloupe, high in fiber, high in vitamin K, high in vitamin A, really good for your skin. It makes your soul glow. <laughs> if y'all want no coming to America, yeah. if you know, you know. Um. So let's talk about college. Yeah. So big, small town, big yeah. city. Yeah. How did you like deal with that? How did that expand your network? Oh man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When I got to college, I learned something. It's kind of like what J. Cole talked about in 2014, Forest Hills Drive. Once you're in a small city and you don't really leave, you kind of pick up these small aspirations and these small town things. And when I first got to Chicago, and this ain't the story for everybody, this is just me. When I got to Chicago, it felt like the world was so much bigger. Mm. I was like, whoa, all this stuff is happening. And it's all these different types of people. Mm. And, and your culture is different. I never learned about that. Mm. Whoa, tell me about that. And then mm. once I got to college, I was linking up with everybody. I wasn't a person who... Like, yeah, I was a music major, but I wasn't somebody who was just staying with music majors. Mm. I would go out of my way to, like, take film classes, radio classes, mm. beat making classes. I would go out of my way to act, dance, visual art, photography. I would go mm. meet all these different people just to kind of get an idea of what they do, how much they love it, and what mm. is it that's so appealing about these art form that they love so mm. much. And it really broadened my mind to the things that I could do and go like, mm. wow, it really is a bigger world out there to aspire mm. to. Do you ever get like overwhelmed? <laughs> like it's too much to handle because like you got your, your foot in a lot of different ponds per se. Yeah, I, I feel like you never get bored, but do you, does it ever become too much? Like, uh, nah, I don't know if it's too much. I think what it is is more so like, have you ever seen like Are We Done Yet? And no. <laughs> the white guy he comes up, and he's like. Oh, ain't you the electrician? But you also the guy who sold me the house in this. And he's like, no, I'm not wearing that hat today. I was like, that's accurate. That's accurate. That's me. I'm not wearing that hat today. So it never gets like. Oh, that. Oh, that guy. That's a different guy. What? Dif no, different hat, different guy. Yeah, literally. <laughs> different job, different hat. So that's how I kind of balance that's it. That's that Virgo like, shit, though. Literally, I'm like, dude. Okay, today I'm focused on producing. Okay, well maybe if we not recording anything today. Okay. Today, I'm going to work on the video aspect. Mm -hmm. Let's, like, really figure that out on the visual. Okay, we're not doing that today. Okay, well, let's figure out the photography stuff. Mm -hmm. Who's the model? Where are we going to be? And all that fills me with joy. Like, mm -hmm. I like that stuff. I even like doing the business stuff, like doing my taxes. Like, weirdly enough, like, I enjoy, like, saying, oh, I spent this much on a video shoot, so this is how much I'm writing on my taxes. Bet. Bro, no, like. like I enjoy it. Every part of On it. a real note, financial literacy. Like, we got to get that shit up in the community. Yeah. We got to start paying attention to that because, like, that's how Uncle Sam taking our shit. Yeah. Either me, that like, or you end up like Wesley Snipes, like, in jail with the tax. Nah, bruh. Nah. <laughs> you may not like paying the taxes, but we got to do it. You got to. Yeah. Don't let it get to that point. Big facts. Boom, boom, boom. Big facts. So we're going to go on a break. What's a good song we could play for the break? Um, Let's do 22. You are listening to 22 by Dewan. See you after the break.
when it's all better We pick apart the moments thinking about weather Her diary's kiss could ever be better than this Hell against true love's your element I've been swimming around these feelings and emotions It's a matter of time for me to just show it But our story is taboo Like 808s and sad tunes My boy Dewan, y'all know the fucking vibes. We got this beautiful Lord of Rings tapestry behind me. We got the sun shining. I'm beaming into the multiverse. And <laughs> we sipping kombucha. Can you sponsor me? What can I say? Um, how you feeling, Dewan? Cool, man. Everything good. That's fantastic. We about to freestyle. We about to freestyle. Ooh. You feel me? For what it's worth. I'm rusty. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. <laughs> so this is gonna be fun. I haven't done it in a minute. I'll go. Okay, no beat. So, it's hot. So, I skip the sheets. Then I pull out my sheet of paper on repeat. And it's piano, really slow. But it's to the beat. And the beat finna come in on one, two, three. Hey, that was hard. Okay. Oh. Oh. Chillin'. In Chicago City, uh, and I'm really, really litty. Uh, and my enemies showed them no pity. And your girl showing side boob, yeah, she's showing titty. Uh, and I got animals one Mickey, one and Kitty. Uh, and I'm acting stupid, looking silly. And I'm uh, flipping around. I got fins, I got fins because I'm in, in the water because I'm dripping. And I'm like in the surfing, like I'm from Hawaii because it's hot. And I'm I'ma pass the mic to my boy, Dewan. Yeah, uh. yeah. And let me check a minute. And let me, let me, just let me see a minute. Check it out on the one time. You freestyle the one line. I hit it from one time. It goes like this. Mm. Gotta catch the beat again because it's scared. This is random. Catch the beat because it's scared. Hold on. 
But could you pause it? I'll just spit freestyle. Damn near, right? I didn't know. I'll go. I yo yo it's for my hip-hop fans and everybody in between the writers and new artists that look up to me the mm. kids around the way who don't know more than what they seen mm. this is the truth of inspiration for you to follow your dreams mm. i love that boom bap sound where music is going down mm. much respect to premiere for making this underground since it all started out with this record and this mic let's take it back to the essence of rap's real heights rewind it back and let me turn the hands of time because when it wasn't about beats and niggas knew how to rhyme hey. a lot of rappers want to go but ain't passionate but make the lines that they lay to be anatomy. Mm. That's why I put my heart and soul up in the songs I write. Perfecting every single word to make the message mm. right. Hip hop ain't just a genre or a state of mind. It's a movement, culture, influential way of life. Mm. D3. That's snaps. 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 <laughs> That's for your uh your poetry, your open mic days. <laughs> that was one of like first mixtape shit. Like, okay. Like that was me at sixteen. That's the shit that, that we can't find on Snap on SoundCloud. <laughs> Maybe. If you like do a deep dive, you probably could find it. The deep dive. Infinite waters diving deep. <laughs> <laughs> let's see, let's fuck with this beat. It's, it should be less breaks. It's more chill. Yeah. Uh uh, 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 he gotta pay for the freestyle. It ain't really free. It's mm. your boy D3 on this little one beat. Let mm. me see just what I got off the top of the dome. I'm mm. just spitting and rhyming, spitting it home like mm. a let's see. That's on the topic for the day. Mm. Chilling on the treehouse podcast anyway. Hey. I'm killing it with the freestyle one, two. Mm. It's D3 on the mic. What you gonna mm. do? Yeah. Oh, um, that was hard. Okay. Um, <laughs> not for real. Spur of the moment, spur of the moment with my boy D3, uh, robotic, you could call it C3PO, PO box number, cause I'm, uh, keep getting shit, and these motherfuckers are staring at me some type of way, looking side eyes, but I don't give a fuck like I'm cyanide, cause that's the way I'm lethal to these fucking haters, and they see me every day, and they fast like some skaters, and they fast, uh, and I'm just zooming in my Honda Accord, and these uh, motherfuckers cannot accord, they discord it like some fucking trumpets that's offbeat, and I can't fucking get them, uh, uh, yeah, little black sheep, little black sheep, never put my shit on repeat, cause it's freestyle, every time it's different, like a symphony, like I'm Hans Zimmerman and shit, like I'm fucking uh, <laughs> Danny Elfman, with these fucking symphonies, you can call me caveman, uh, yeah, uh. yeah, D3 Obi-Wan, D3 Obi-Wan, trying to learn me, son. You can know me, one. And I'm just trying to freestyle. Let's get to the interview. Mm. Let's see what we can do. Let's see what we can do. Mm. <laughs> clever way, clever way to get out of that. That was smart. I might take notes just to that. Mm. Yeah, uh, I'm a clap back, revenge of the Sith, because I never will it. Will Smith, because I'm hitched with this shit. And I'm putting people on. Oh, nah, nah. That was dope. That was dope. Thank you. We just, we just out here. You feel me? Sharpening our, our muscles. Yeah, as man. Musicians sharp, sharpening our tools. That's all <laughs> this is. But I was beautiful, man. Thank you. You feel me? Um, the voice, the voice is a, is a weapon. The voice is a tool. The voice is powerful. I agree. You know, so as artists, you know, if ever we get a chance to express ourselves, yeah, you know, hop yeah. on the opportunity. Ah, yeah. That's what I look at it. But yeah, man. Um, so we talked about college. Yeah. We talked about you know how did you meet Shanae? I keep saying. 
Oh, yeah. Right, because she was on the podcast last week. Yeah, so Shanae, me and her met because I had been, while I was in college, I was producing a show mm. called Soul Fest. I put together, like, a show at Columbia. Like, I wow. curated it, produced it myself and i was just like getting artists from around the city to perform in this mm. big showcase and i met shanae because a homie i hate to be like that guy who's like my homie's best friend girlfriend but ah. no nah, i'm like my homie's girlfriend was throwing a show oh. and literally she was on the show mm. and i was like yo like i just kind of took notice of her right away this dope girl with these braids playing the piano and singing i was like yo she's super dope fast forward to like a year later mm. I was doing the last Soul Fest show and literally I was like, I need some new acts. Like I've been doing it with the same people every year and that's cool, mm. but we got to add something new to spice it up. Mm. And Shanae instantly came to mind mm. and I was like, I don't really know her, but I'm going to hit her up and just kind of see what mm. happens. So I hit her up and Shanae is so down to earth. I literally was just like, For real? hey. I got this show, I'm at Columbia, do you want to do it? And she was like, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, not even knowing that this girl, like, tours, like, legitly and Where? does all this stuff. And I was just like, whoa. And she came and killed self as did it so many, did it so raw that people was, like, asking me, how'd you find this girl? How'd you find this girl? It's like, I didn't really find her. Like, she's the own person. You like, it was just dope. And, like... Fast forward a little bit, a few months later, I was working on Symphony, and I was like, I really like working with Shanae. Maybe I have something here for her, but I don't want to do a full song because I don't know what she would say. Because, again, right. she was touring at the time. So I was like, intimidating. yeah, and I right. was like, I don't know if she's going to want to do it. And I'm this big in my head. Like, I'm so small in my head. Man. So I was just like, I don't know. Am I going to ask her? And I was like, and it's an interlude. You know, yeah, why not? So I like sent to the text and I was like, "Hey, I'm working on my album. Would you like to like do an interlude for me?" And she hit me back right away. She was like, "Yeah, let's do it." And so we've been linked up ever since. That's beautiful, man. Yeah, thank you. When things like that happen, I don't question it. Yeah, nah. You know, it's just it's just meant to be. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. And I, I liked how you work. We were all in the studio. To <coughs> I don't have COVID. Mind your fucking business. <laughs> Um, we was in the studio chopping it up, you feel yeah. me? And I was just there, like, you know what I'm saying? Cause I'm like, this man tells me he's a conductor. Like, I've never heard that before. So I was kind of <laughs> observing, like, how does he how does he go about this? Yeah. And I just I just loved how you were like, okay, this dope. Like, you were just, like, conducting everything. And then you was talking to Jim. Yeah. He was like, okay, keep that. Drop that. So I love how, like, I love seeing in yeah. action. You yeah. know, it's just one thing to, like, hear somebody explain it. Yeah. But when you actually there, I saw it firsthand. I was like, yeah. oh, that's lit. That's fun. Yeah. You damn near inspired me. Like, oh, wow. Because I'm kind of like that, too. I try, I do a lot of different shit. Yeah. It's just like an energy. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like we know we talented in so many different things. So it's like we almost feel limited, yeah. limiting ourselves to just one thing. Yeah. You feel me? So I feel that, too. So I'm just like, okay, okay maybe conductor might be something that I might be open to. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you definitely inspire me. Oh, word. Thank in that you. aspect. But let's talk about the music. So you had Chanel Op. Op Apollonia, yeah, right, Apollonia and you were you were singing on that one, yeah. So like, how did you? What inspired you to like kind of take singing? Because I know like to go from like rapping, I know choir probably played a big role too. Like, yeah. What position did you play in choir and like, or how did you? I guess sharpen your your singing skills and like, how did that play a role? 
I was I was a tenor in high school, and I'm still a tenor now. Like, if you okay. listen to the way I talk, ladies and gentlemen, you probably can hear that <laughs> I don't have the deepest voice in the world. Mm. So, like, I could easily hit, like, higher notes. Not Ooh. Yeah, not like BG's high, but, mm. like, really, I could mm. hit higher notes. So, I can sing on the alto girl's range. Oh. So, it helps me right for other artists mm. and i never really took singing that seriously like i tried to sing on a full record it never it didn't really work out mm. but i learned foundation. yeah i learned i learned from prince actually <laughs> i like and i don't mean like actually like prince i learned from prince but like oh, i learned oh, from listening to his music so like if you listen to like raspberry barrette mm. prince has a really deep voice like his talking voice Press used to talk like down here. He be singing like, I ain't got no money. Exactly. But like, here's what I mean by Prince. Prince on Raspberry Beret, if you listen to the hook, he sings with the girl because he's saying, Raspberry Beret. And he has the girl singing on top of him, which just harmonizes and it makes the song sound better. So I learned I can do that. Shanae is the perfect person because our voices just kind of fit that way. Mm. Like, if you ever hear me and her sing together, it, it homogenizes just like that. So I learned mm. when I sing on my own records, I have to either sing with a female or let the melody be so simple that it can work no matter how I mm. sing it. So that's how you get me singing on my records. But beside me singing on my records, I mostly just use my singing voice to write with the other artists and express my ideas and see if they can sing it. Mm yeah i feel that mm -hmm. so like so the rap aspect yeah right where did you kind of evolve from that because like composing is definitely you don't think composing when you hear rapping yeah you nah. know what i'm saying so like so the rap phase of you like yeah. who inspired that rap phase of you like who who was lyrically because like you know you mentioned a lot of soundtracks yeah. and zimmerman danny elfman who inspired you like rap wise jay-z and andre 3000 okay those Ooh. guys was just Amazingly. My baby don't mess around. Yeah, oh my but now, nah, like, like when I think of Andre, I think of Equimini, and I'm like, okay. that dude just goes insane. And it's crazy because mm. I think if you was to ask him now, he wouldn't think so. Mm. Like, Andre is so ill, and I was just like, and it also kind of calmed me down. Like, I used to rap really hard, like, yeah, I'm this, that, and the third, the that, that. And I'm just mm. like, Nah, I That's cooled. Yeah, I cooled it down because I was like, you know what? I sound better in my speaking voice, so I just kind of smoothed it out my voice. Finding your sound, man. Yeah, I also got that from Snoop Dogg. Like, I don't, mm. I don't like rap as cool as him, mm. but I learned like I don't have to scream everything. So mm. that's how I kind of found my rap style, my rap voice, and how I come across on records. Mm. Yeah. So, like, speaking of the greats. Snoop Dogg, Andre 2000. What do you think of, like, Kanye? I love Kanye. Mm -hmm. Like, I loved his first three albums like everybody else. Like, <laughs> What's your favorite from the, the first three? Late Registration. Late Registration? Yeah. It's hard. It's, it, it's hard. Between Graduation and Late Registration, it's so hard. I love Graduation, and I think it does stuff so Bro. well. It's so, it's so upbeat and happy. Yeah, but to me, Lay Registration wins mm. for the simple fact of he really went and spent millions of dollars on getting, like, orchestra instruments and making that oh. that dope. And it's like, yeah, on the musicality front. He did. And then not he just, spent millions on Lay Registration. Yeah, and then, like, here's the thing about it. 
Kanye was smart because he went and got a film composer to help him out orchestrate late registration. That's why he was so mm-hmm. smart in what he did. And I was like, yeah, I don't know if I would do it like that, mm-hmm. but who best in like orchestrating things mm-hmm. than a film composer? Kanye, Kanye, honestly, Kanye is a legend. Yeah. Because a Chicago nigga gets his big break. His big break is college dropout. Yeah. First album, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. What do most rappers do? They get their big break. They kind of stunt for a year or two. No, no, no. Kanye spends a million dollars on an orchestra. Yeah. That shows you he's passionate about music. Absolutely. It wasn't even about the money. Because, like, that's a lot of fucking money. Like, yeah. college dropout made a lot of money. Oh, yeah. But, like, a million is a lot of money to spend on, like, an orchestra. So, that yeah. much investment in another project just shows how much he just cares about the sound quality. Absolutely. And I feel like that's what you should do. Like, if you like a real... Well, I'm not going to say that, but here's what mm-hmm. I will say. Sometimes, you know, if you if you do music, you got to take it as seriously as you can. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't you spend that money if you feel like that's what's going to make the album better? Mm-hmm. How much do you think Dr. Drake spent on 2001 by himself? Mm-hmm. Like... That's a good question. That album probably cost millions of dollars. And it's not even like he had to hire engineers to mix it because he mixed it himself. Mm. So he go like, just to get everybody on the album, just to get yeah. all the tracks to clear all the samples. You know, it takes real... Investment. Yes, it takes real umph to do it. And it's mm. hard. It's not always the easy choice to make. Mm. So it just really comes down to it. Like, are you willing to spend the money? And not only just in a money sake, are you willing to really give yourself the time and effort to make this thing as great as it possibly can or are you mm. cool with just kind of giving the people a work in progress mm. I feel that's like what i look at it as this is true yeah but yeah who are you more hyped for because like it's kind of these two goats are dropping their album drake and then kanye <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i already kind of know your answer but yeah i i want to hear yay because the thing about it is yeah, he seemed like he's still on the gospel way, but in a weird way, it seemed like gothic gospel. Like I'm like, no, it's not. Is, it's, it's not gospel gospel. No, not not gothic gospel. So, and what I mean by that, no. it's like darker gospel music. It's not like it's not like oh happy day. It's no, not no, like no. that. It's, it's, it's very. It's, it's, like, it's I'm very. I'm listening dark. to that shit a little, a little in the gym. I'm not gonna. I be in the gym like buffing that shit because it's yeah. like it's pretty. It's a little. It's slightly abrasive. Yeah, and that's why I was like. This is a new sound. This is interesting. That's the only fact that makes me go, okay, I think I want this Kanye album a little bit more than Drake's. Because with Drake, I feel like we all know what to expect. But with Kanye, gonna, you never he's gonna know. He's going to do billboards. He's going to do, you know, numbers. Yeah, yeah. And you know it's going to have good songs on it. Yeah. But Kanye, you never know where he's going. And to me, that's interesting. Even if it's bad, I'm just like, well, at least he tried. In my opinion, in my honest opinion, first of all, Kanye's my favorite rapper. Yeah. I mean, artists in general. Second of all, in my opinion, he doesn't miss. Yeah. Album-wise. He might miss a song. Okay. But album-wise, because every one of his albums, I've learned a, le- a lesson. Each one of his albums resonated with me. Okay. And he has, this is his 10th album. That says a lot. For an artist to consistently, to make 10 albums and every album to mean something. Because, mm-hmm. like, obviously the first three, that's easy. They were their masterpiece. We get that. Um, you know, Beautiful Darks was a masterpiece. Yeah. Then like it starts kind of people start judging oh, Wack. Honestly, I found Yeezus. Yeezus has some tracks on there, mm-hmm. like uh, uh, black black skin skin slaves or something. Skinheads, yeah. Skinheads, yeah. That one. It's just like he, he he's constantly dropping jewels and like 
he's human to me. That's what I like about him. He's flawed and he's human. And yeah. I like his evolution. I love seeing his growth because it just inspires me that like, damn, you don't got to have all the answers. You can figure it out along the way. Exactly. And it's okay to have haters. He taught me that too to not give a fuck about the haters. You feel me? Because like, you have people like Taylor Swift who like probably pleases everybody, doesn't do anything, you know. She still has haters. I know, I, I know 10 people off top who hate Taylor Swift. I'm like, what did she do to you? You feel me though? Yeah. Merch, merch you know if you're Taylor Swift haters. Yeah. Does Taylor Swift ever say or do anything mean or like outwardly? Uh, I don't know. She she is a rare case, but that's what I'm trying to say. But she got haters though, so it's just yeah. like you can either be super nice like Taylor, who just you know don't say nothing, just you know what I'm saying, or like Kanye West, and they probably both equally got the same amount of haters. Yeah. So my thing is like just do you. Exactly. You feel me? That's all you can do. Period. Like, cause if you worry about everybody else, you'll never get nothing done. How did how did you deal with that? Cause I mean, obviously. I know Chicago niggas was on that with you, like, oh, composing and shit. Like, how did you deal with, like, did you just kind of roll with the punches? Or did you, like, embrace that uniqueness? I think what it was is I really was just, like, I stopped listening to it. Because my whole thing is, well, you're not going to pay my bills. Like, <laughs> I just kind of really came down to it. And I was just, like, also at the same time, <laughs> if you want to get like me, do it. I'm not telling you not to do it but just know you'll never be able to do it like me and i like i can never do it like you and i've i've come mm. to really understand creativity to a sense of what makes it great in the originality aspect yeah you can be inspired by other people but you have to put your own into it and as long as you put your own into it people can't they can't like do it like you mm. or else it's just gonna come off as a blatant copy Exactly. And people are gonna. Oh, sorry. People are gonna be like, "Oh, like, oh, you're ripping off so and so," and it's gonna be blatant. Like you can tell easily. Mm. But yeah, just stick to your originality. Do what you do, and you can't really worry about what people say because it's just like, you know, what you say ain't gonna make me happy, and mm. I have to do what makes me happy at the end of the day. I love that, man. That's a message for the youth. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. Just like stay on y'all path. And it's just easy for us to say kinda because like we kinda went through that yeah. puberty, teenage, like but like on some on some real shit, I wish that like I really understood that. Because mm -hmm. it's easy to get lost in the sauce, especially in high school, college, either like still figure find out who you are or trying to be somebody else. Mm -hmm. Honestly, nothing is appreciated in a world of machines and technology and like copy paste. Yeah. You, uniqueness is the most talented resource that's the most high value resource right now exactly Just be you honestly yeah and the cool thing is you really don't even have to search for it if it come naturally to you that's who you are that's Absolutely. the uniqueness so like to the people who feel like i gotta go out and kind of figure out who i am you can do that but nine times out of ten you're gonna circle right back to what you do naturally mm -hmm. and just kind of pick that up and be like oh okay this is who i am and this is what i do sometimes you gotta lose yourself sometimes you gotta lose your mind to find yourself interesting yeah there's a famous quote or it's, it's not even a quote it's like a tiktok yeah i'm on tiktok again <laughs> <laughs> at g-a-r-t-a-t-i-a -A. support me follow me nah but like most of the shit is like 90 percent like bullshit but it was just yeah. one tiktok that was hidden this deep tiktok it was like i don't know if you're spiritual but like it's just like certain things are just like okay that makes sense so like it was basically saying how like people are blocking their blessings mm -hmm. like the universe be trying to like manifest shit for you but it can't find you because you're being fake and then i was thinking about that i was like 
Okay, say I order a PlayStation yeah. on Amazon, right? I paid the money. Mm-hmm. Um, I paid the price. I paid the shipping. Yeah. But then I put the wrong address in. Oh, okay. So he used that analogy, and I'm like, I'm not gonna get the PlayStation. Not because I didn't do the work. It's just because it's not me. It's yeah. not my address. Yeah. So deliver the deliverer Amazon, quote unquote, the universe can't find you <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah. because you're not being you you literally sent a different address because because like the the energy signature you gave off was another nigga yeah so guess what damn near and it all made sense i was i was trying to i was caught up in the space of like what is luck what yeah. is like randomness yeah. like, you, like what does all this mean and it makes sense it's like what people think is like luck happening to them it's just damn near other fake people sending random shit to other people. So say I put my address in wrong. That's a, that's actually an address. It's just a different nigga's address. Yeah. So he gonna get my blessings on some random shit just because I was being fake. Yeah. So it's like that really like opened my mind. I'm like, damn, fucking not only are you like shooting yourself in the foot not being you off of just like, the, you know, what's like value nowadays. You just shooting yourself in the foot because like your blessings can't even find you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Your energy signature is literally somebody else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you're doing yourself a disservice not being you from that aspect. And you're also, you know, you're killing your character. You're killing your soul, mm-hmm. killing your spirit. And it's harder. Yeah. It's easier to be you. Exactly. It's hard as fuck imitating another nigga. I agree. And, like, I was that kid in, like, in elementary school, middle school, like, trying to be these characters. You know, you dress up as, like, cosplay and shit. Like, oh, yeah. oh I'm, like... Legolas from Lord of the Rings and shit. Like, yeah. that shit hard as fuck. You be trying to talk <laughs> like them. You be trying to dress like them. Yeah. Damn near just like you the whole time. Like, it's easier to be you. It comes off more natural. Exactly. And your blessings come to you. you exactly. Know what I'm that's that's the main point right there. Mm. What what do you where do you see yourself five to ten years from now? Five to ten years, hopefully with a Grammy in my hand. That's oh, the goal. Wow. That's the goal. That's powerful. Yeah. That's powerful. Yeah. Like, uh, damn, I'm trying to see what that Grammy. It'll be like composer, rapper, songwriter, like best be hip- a lot of shit. Best hip hop album. That's what I'm going for. Mm. Yep. Are there other? I've never seen it done like you. Like, what are some some famous artists who like kind of or I'm gonna say artists, famous composers who like do exactly that. You know, like with what you're doing, because I just like I feel like the awareness is not there. I don't. Know I don't know. Doing. That's the thing. I don't really know anybody who's doing it like me. But Girl. I know, I know people I'm inspired by, like, like the Danny Elfman's, the Pharrell Williams, Girl. the Quincy Joneses, the Dr. Dre's, the even back into the fifties, the Phil Spectors with what he was doing with the Wall of Sound. So it's all these different things combined mm. into what I do. So yeah. That's what I think about, at least. You damn near a pioneer. I don't know if I would say that, but I no, cause I, like the fact that you do what you do and you don't know other people doing it like that. Yeah, that speaks for itself. Like, I dead ass when you told me that I, the first analogy I thought was like a movie composer, but it's not movie; it's for music. Yeah, so I was like, that's crazy. That's live. Thank you. For sure. What like wakes? What gets you like hyped in the morning? Like. What's the first thing you get excited about? Just like waking up to a new day. Whatever I'm working on at the time. Because I'm always working on something. So like whether it's like getting ready for a photo shoot, whether it's doing an interview, whether it's doing a music video or working on a song, that's what gets me up. Because I genuinely love what I do, every mm-hmm. part of it. So like this really gets me up in the morning and go like, yeah, I'm ready for this day. Like, let's do this. 
That's fantastic. That's, that's yeah. What would you say? What artist? What advice could you give to like, you know, up and coming artists? Yeah. Finding out their way, you know, trying to pursue that as a passion. Yeah. Um, if you're an artist, just really find what it is that you like. Mm. Don't try to really emulate everybody else because then it comes off that way. Mm. If you really want to find yourself, genuinely just search inside of what you like and find these different pockets and aspects of the things that you dig and kind of make it into a gumbo melting pot and then that's who you are mm. that's what that's the best advice i can give so yeah that's beautiful before we wrap it up what new projects or like what new you know artworks or creations are you working on can people expect from you uh, it's just symphony we getting symphony out there so like my debut mixtape symphony is out now on all platforms we just uh gave y'all the believe in music video for it and yeah we just kind of get the album out there as much as possible we mm. just got on the radio so that's pretty tight that's fantastic thank you that's fantastic what radio station we was on vocalo i got put in rotation okay yeah that is beautiful thank 2021 you. man yeah i feel like covid how did COVID, like, I don't know, affect you, like, music-wise? It's weird because all this time I never put out an album, but because of COVID, I had the chance to sit down, mm. and I got lucky. I literally finished the last recording session on Symphony that Tuesday. The country shut down that Thursday. Mm. So I got so lucky. I got I did the last recording I needed to do. So it was just a matter of sitting with my engineer and um, over Google Hangouts mm. and mixing the album. Well, mixing wow. the last two songs because everything else was mixed and mastering the project. Mm. So, like, I was able to drop my album in the midst of the COVID. Mm. So, they call them the COVID babies. Like, really? Just, just like dropping like, in. Yeah, and like it really helped out. And I think because, you know, people was more willing to open their ears up to new stuff. Absolutely. And it really helped out with the success of Symphony. So, thank you to everybody who listened to it, who love mm. it, and who are finding it out now. I'm really happy that people dig the music. That's all I can really ask for. I love that. I love the energy. I love the, um, I just love the drive. Thank you. you no, know, for real. And I love the, the hunger. Yeah. You know, because that's, that's something that no one can take away from you. That's no true. No one can take your hunger away from you. You know, that's, that, that's something that you either have it or you don't. That's true. You know, and if you don't have it, you can find it. You just got to go within. <laughs> that's right. You know, that's right. Um, for real so like one more time how can they reach you on social media what platforms are you on yeah i'm on every platform but the one you should really look to is my instagram at d3won underscore music fantastic you all heard it here i won't say here to here first but on the treehouse first um it's been a pleasure <laughs> thank Without you without further ado we do this we raise the vibration it's a ritual here we go Stay hydrated. Stay breathing in that good ass oxygen. All right. And most importantly, most importantly, stay basic. <laughs> oh, you check it. Man, we was all kids once upon a time. I be seeing fuckers talking about 18, 21. Can't wait till they get older. I say, call that shit. Enjoy y'all childhood while y'all can. We was innocent, we was innocent. In the back, y'all kicking it. Before we was really with the.
Sound of the kids in this blind Step back and said, mama, where my behind? Used to think Michael Jackson was white. White. Used to take coffee on a low flight. Used to see having fun. Let's playing outside and riding a bike. Summertime, we used to play in the park. But mama never let us stay after dark. Sex? What is that? What? I'm thinking about taking it back. All the way back. It was a cat, not a twat. Snapshot was born, came on the mat. Really? It was food, but when it was baby fat. We those get cat in a hat. I did it to video games. I was stubborn, I couldn't be tame. Could not give less of a f about money or power or the effect. Much fame. Great juice, I take a sip. sip. Ice cream, I take a lick. Afro, I kept the pitch. Red box, had all the flicks. Ten toes down since I was a jit. Jit, jit, jit. We was innocent, we was innocent. In the backyard, kicking it. Before we was really with the